0: Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in to the Nunn Report. I hope you had a great weekend. I know I did, and I'm back at it here. Um, went out and had a show this weekend, which was great. It was uh, another large crowd on my music project. I'm also a musician, so I do that. That's my other hat I put on uh, as a weekend warrior most of the time, and uh, I've had a lot of good times doing that. Anyway, it was a good crowd. Uh, participation was good. I had a lot of fun. I got to unload some steam, hang out with my brothers, and um, and have some guy time, have some uh, have some uh, hangout time, and that sort of thing. Anyway, so as we get into this week, a lot happened over the weekend, as it always does. You come in on Monday, and it's like, oh, my gosh, man, all this stuff busted over the weekend uh, from Friday afternoon all the way through the weekend, and different things happen. We're going to talk about... Uh, the sound of freedom, because I, I just can't stop. I can't say enough about that move, movie. I can't stop promoting it. It's made over $40 million. It has had almost 4 million tickets sold. Their goal was 2 million representative of the 2 million annual children that are are trafficked. That's, that's, that's what it is, 2 million children annually. And many of that is in the sex trade, almost all of it. In fact, we have a Biden giving away cluster bombs to Ukraine. We have uh it, it, oh man Netherlands crowning their uh, beauty pageant winner for the Miss Universe Miss Netherlands is a dude and we have in Illinois a YMCA that kicked a 16-year-old girl off of their swim team because she was Opposed to having a an adult male pretending to be a woman in her locker room at the same time that she was. Lindsey Graham wants to make... Uh, Ukraine, a member of NATO. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff here. So we're going to go through it all a little by little. Also, the free speech case that, that the Biden administration lost, you know, they want to censor us. And the judge said, no, 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 no. You cannot tell private companies what information they can and cannot release to the public just because you don't like it. And of course, they appealed that. The judge uh, on, the, on appeal said, no, sorry, man. <laughs> Denied. Bam. So let's get on, to, let's get on with what, what we got going on here today. And I'm going to start with this story. And I'm going to tie a lot of these stories together. You're going to notice the theme today. The theme is, is that women are being diminished, that children are being ignored, and that it is a systemic there, – there's not systemic racism in this society. There is systemic pedophilia. There is systemic rape culture. There is systemic canceling of women and girls. That's what's going on in this society. And if you look at gays for groomers, I follow them a lot. And if you look at some of the things they're putting out, that's a great, great source, man. You know, gay people never wanted all of this controversy. They certainly didn't want to sexualize children and groom them to come up into their community. They just wanted to be recognized as everyday people and that they, they could do what they wanted to do. And they have that. And they're fine with that. And that's why I've been saying for a long time now that the LGBT Needs to a divorce from the TQIA plus because their movement got entirely hijacked. Anyway, YMCA accuses teen girl of hate speech after opposing a man in the girl's locker room, and I am going I'm to dive into the story here a little bit with you. I think it's important to recognize. Look at this. This is in uh, Springfield, Illinois. The Springfield YMCA Typhoon Swim Team, S-P-Y in Springfield, Illinois, now allows biological men who pretend to be women to enter the girls' locker room, including when minor girls are present and undressing. The coaches and YMCA administrators began this practice without telling the girls or their parents. I've got a real problem with that. First of all, what in the world are they allowing grown men into the girls' locker room for? Now, again, it's not just a girls' locker room. It's a it's at the female's locker room. But they're allowing grown men in there when teenage girls are present, undressing. And it's not just, they're not just going to their underwear. These are swimsuits. They're becoming completely naked. Why, why do men want to be in there? They're not girls. They're not, they're not female. They have male body parts. Imagine how these teenage girls felt. And they were forced to do it I'm going to take a little bit from the story here and let me see if I can, this, these are the signs they put up. So uh, follow with me for a minute. Okay. Um, on April 27th, a 16 year old daughter, a member of YMCA spy swim team, entered the girl's locker room to change out of her swimsuit, and noticed a couple of transgender individuals sitting in the locker room. My daughter went back out to the pool deck and informed the head swim coach, Alex Totura of the situation. And he responded to her by stating, there's nothing I can do about it. On May 10th, so about three weeks later, the spy swim team held their monthly parent meeting where the issue of girls' locker room used by biological males was brought up. The meeting was attended by Angie Sowell, chief executive officer of the YMCA. The parents were told there was nothing that can be done about it. Again, oh, sorry, that's the way it is, man. Men are going to be changing with their little girls now. They're going to be getting completely naked, you know, flopping their genitals around or whatever it is that they're doing. And, and your daughter's going to be expected to undress in front of these men. That's what they said. Parents asked if the YMCA could ask the transgender members to use the family-changing area, which provides private bathrooms and toilet, sink, shower, changing area, instead of the girls' locker room. The YMCA staff said they could not do that because it is discrimination and against the law. Okay. And that there is a law that cited. Anyway, after the parent meeting... My daughter, her mom, and another swim mom approached Miss Sowell and Coach Tatura. My daughter said that she didn't understand why this is happening and asked how long the YMC knew about this. Coach Tatura laughed, laughed at her, and stated, Transgender people have been around a long time. My daughter then stated, That is not the question. She asked the question again, and Miss Sowell responded, We have known for a while. Okay, well, they have, but the girls didn't. And that was really the question. So feeling dismissed, and this is, this is where what I have up on the screen here, these, this is what happened. They put up signs in the locker room. And the signs that they put up, because they felt dismissed by the adults and the, 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 the very people that should be protecting these young girls, they felt dismissed by them, as they should. And so they put up signs in the locker room that said, that one sign read, Women's Rights another biological women only, and another said safe sport. Okay, good enough. Well, when these signs were, were put up um, on that date, May 23rd, so on May 24th, at the beginning of the normal swim team practice, Coach Tatura and Kenzie Primus, branch director of Cura branch West Side, pulled all the girls aside for a meeting to discuss the hanging of the signs. They indicated that this was not acceptable and it was hate speech. These signs are are considered hate speech because they want to have privacy in their own locker room to change. These teenage girls want to have privacy so that they're not in front of grown adult males taking their clothes off and changing. Doesn't sound unreasonable to me. They pulled all the girls aside for me to discuss the hanging of the signs. They indicated that this was not acceptable, and it was hate speech. My daughter approached the coach, Tatura immediately after the meeting and indicated she was involved in hanging the signs. So she said, look, I'm the one who put the signs up. She said that she did this because her previous attempts to correct this were dismissed by the YMCA staff and her coach. Coach Tatura said that this was hate speech. She was not allowed to participate with the team, and she was asked to leave the pool area. So this young girl, 16 years old, was kicked off of her swim team at this YMCA because she didn't think it was right for her to be forced to change her clothes in front of a grown male. And this is this is what I'm talking about when I say rape culture. I mean, we're talking about... You're allowing men into bathrooms, changing rooms, locker rooms. What's the purpose of it? And, and, no, and the, no one on the left sees anything wrong with this. Just like they, don't, they completely are dismissing Sound of Freedom. Two million children are being trafficked every single year. That's what this movie is trying to bring awareness to. And they laugh about it. They dismiss it. They call it QAnon, whatever QAnon is, uh, propaganda. And it doesn't matter what it is. This is their response. That they're imagine having so much intolerance and so much hate toward your opposition that you would actually support these abhorrent acts. In reality, the reality of child sex trafficking and privacy for for girls and women in their own spaces, which they should have privacy to change their clothes in. This would be considered not that long ago indecent exposure or child, you know, rape or, or something. I mean, it would have been illegal. Men would not be allowed to change in a women's locker room. They would be arrested. My, how things have changed. Anyway, the swim coach Alex Artura and YMCA administrators colluded to keep the sexual integration of girls' private spaces secret from minor girls hurled at her in the ugly and false allegations that signs about women's rights are hateful and then expelled her from the team. They should apologize and lose their jobs. I would add on to that, that they should also get a monetary settlement from the YMCA and from the city and from every other authority that was involved in allowing this to happen and not only allowing it, but then denying their request to their right of privacy. A person has a right to privacy when they're changing their clothes. You can't deny that again, a 16-year-old girl simply didn't think it was right to have a grown male watching her change herself and also exposing himself in her presence. And that is what we've come to. That is a level of debauchery that the United States has come to. And it's, uh, it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs, people, man. I'm telling you, it, it, makes, me, it, it makes me angry to no end. Um, Steve Bannon, I'm going to play a two-minute clip here. It's a long one. But it, it's with it's regarding sound or freedom. It's worth a watch and listen. Check it out. I would have never envisioned uh, $40 million on that weekend. Because you and I had a long talk. I said, brother... You're putting it out in the, in the most competitive time against two films that the studios have to have work. They have to have the Indiana Jones film work. They have to have Tom Cruise work. They will put in any amount of money, and they'll scare the exhibitors to death not to take you. Tell me, and i got to give you a hat tip, and people have to understand that Angel Studios, as big as The Chosen was, which was just enormous and is a cultural moment, this may be
1: actually bigger for what you guys accomplish and you guys are now uh you've put you've put Hollywood on notice Jordan Harmon tell me about it oh man it's been it's been a I keep saying it's, it's astonishing work but miraculous outcomes because the amount of miracles it took to, to do this is um, – I, I can't even count them all. Um, the fact that we have almost 3,000 screens in the hot of the summer, like the, the most busy time, we are so grateful for our theatrical partners with AMC and Regal and Cinemark and all these different groups. They've stepped up to the plate. They've given us locations, and that's what made this all possible. And so, you know, as of right now, you know, we had that goal of let's get 2 million people to represent the trafficked 2 million children every year and get as much awareness to this as possible. Um, and, and we were absolutely blown away. Uh, we, we felt like we could hit that 2 million mark. And obviously, you know, Steve, you've been such a huge proponent of this since we launched this initiative, but we hit 2 million by Friday. And we were like, holy smokes, this is, you know, it was like Friday late evening. But we're like, this is incredible. We've already passed two million uh, tickets. And we kept reaching out to all these different, you know, influencers and people uh, who had massive followings. And little by little, people started watching the movie and they started experiencing the impact of this movie. And they started rating the movie. And it's got 99% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is just unheard of. It's the high, it's got an A plus cinema score. It's the highest rated movie of the summer. Um, And, and even the critics, there's some, you know, there's obviously some negative ones, but even the critics have, have it rated in the high seventies and low eighties, depending on it's kind of bounced around. But that being said, um, we have now officially, as of this morning, I got the numbers back. We are at 3.8 million tickets that were sold during week one of the release of sound of freedom, almost doubling the goal.
0: I mean, that is just incredible, right? 3.8 million tickets have sold for this. And you know, a cool thing is that they've got a, uh, uh, program where people can pay it forward. So a lot of those tickets, and I've done it, I, uh, I I bought a, a couple of extra tickets for people who can't afford to see it. So if you need to see, you know, if, if you just, first of all, go see it. Don't, don't let, all right. Look, it's not about, who produced the movie. It's not about who's acted in the movie. It's about the topic that the movie covers, the very true, very horrific reality of child sex trafficking. That's what it's about. So drop the whole who made it out of your head. Drop the whole who's acting in it. Forget that it's Mormon. Forget that it's Christian. Whatever. Man, take your head out. Take your blinders off. And can't we just unite as human beings, as human beings to speak out and stand up against a crime being perpetuated against the most innocent, the most innocent in our society. Can we at least do that? Can we put our petty grievances and our political differences aside for that? Or is your intolerance and your hate so deep that you would actually defend or dismiss, which to me is the same thing, child sex trafficking. And the organizations that did it are unreal. It's unbelievable. They all got the memo, the Washington Post, Rolling Stone, Media Matters, Jezebel, The Guardian. Oh, it's a QAnon propaganda film is what they're saying. And these hacks, these, these despicable, disgusting people are, in my opinion, by writing hit pieces like this against a film simply because it happens to be made by a Mormon company and it happens to have Christian and Mormon actors in it and is supported by conservatives they've decided that no matter what the content is, they're going to dismiss it, they're going to call it propaganda, they're going to mischaracterize it. And in my opinion, by doing so, they're condoning the behavior that the film represents, which is the trafficking of children throughout this world to sexual perverts in our society. And... uh I don't, see it. I don't see any middle ground on this. I don't see any middle ground on this. You're either against child sex trafficking or you're for it. And if you don't come out against it, if you don't condemn it, the only conclusion I come to is that you're for it or you're, you're just pretending it doesn't exist, which to me, again, is just as bad. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Here's some things I found. On Twitter, listen to this. I saw the QAnon child trafficking propaganda film Sound or Freedom in a theater today so you don't have to. I took an edible. They're talking about uh, THC uh, weed. I took an edible before and had a grand time laughing at this ridiculously dumb shit. It's genuinely the funniest film I've seen so far this year. Another person saw it as well. Amazing experience, but I was laughing a lot in the audience I saw with it on July 4th. Who didn't holler and cheered and booed the color purple trailer? I ran out after the special message because I felt like I was in enemy territory. Really? You feel like you're in enemy territory when you're surrounded by people that find child sex trafficking abhorrent and think that it shouldn't be happening? What does that say about you? What does that say about you? You know, I had a, a comment on one of my posts because I've been promoting this a lot on on my personal page. It's on my personal page so I'm not going to put it up here. Um, A woman that I know, she's a a strong conservative and and a Christian, but she refused, she says she's not going to go to this movie because it was produced by a Mormon company. And I said to her, I said, you know, using that for You know, first of all, it's not about who produces, not who the actors are. I went through that, explained that to her. And I said, if your excuse for not going is simply because you don't like who made the movie. In my book, in my view, you're no different than the the extreme commie Democrats who are trying to compare it to QAnon propaganda and refuse to see it simply because we're conservative. And we support it. And therefore, they must oppose it because they see they think they must oppose anything that we like. If conservatives like sound of freedom and we oppose child sex trafficking, then in the left's mind, immediately knee jerk, without even thinking about it, we hate this movie and we support child sex trafficking. The exact opposite of whatever we do or appreciate they will immediately hate regardless of the content regardless of the context and regardless of what it is and it's it's being played out in real life and what are people saying these are some of the comments that came across on the nun report site and i will share these because it's part of the nun report this guy i like how people call a crap movie or i like how people that call a crap movie a crap movie are the devil to you this is on a post i made you are a pathetic fool that's me, I guess, because I oppose child sex trafficking. I'm a pathetic fool. So you, I said. So you condone sex trafficking of children? Then, 99 percent score on Rotten Tomatoes. Your opinion is worthless. Thank you for it anyway. You get a participation trophy. This was another comment the same person made, and there was I, there were loads of them. I mean, man, my my post got flooded with hundreds of comments. I, I didn't read them all. I didn't want to read them all. And some of them were uh, not something I would present on this show. But he said, uh, I have no, I, I was talking about how media, and I just showed you the media that is calling it QAnon and propaganda. This guy is an absolute moron, okay? He's a stupid, stupid person. He said, I have heard no media say a word about it. Who exactly launched a smear campaign, and why must you sensationalize everything with fear and lies? See, this is one of those people that is representative of a large portion of the extreme commie Democrat left, and that is what I just said. No matter what we, just because it it might have religious connection or it's supported by conservatives, therefore, they will hate it it doesn't matter what it is. Interestingly, the Department of Justice, and and this is quite a coincidence, this week, the conservatives are out there outraged about child sex trafficking, as every single person should be, unless, of course, they're benefiting or participating from it or in it. The Department of Justice child sex trafficking webpage removed three sections, international sex trafficking of minors, domestic sex trafficking of minors, and child victims of prostitution from its areas of concern. So the areas of concern portion of the Department of Justice website, they removed basically everything to do with child sex trafficking, and they did it after this movie came out. They did it this past week after this came out, and meanwhile, you've got the President of the United States doing this. Three different occasions. What, who, what? Does anybody out there have a grandfather who kisses their 18, 19-year-old granddaughter on the lips? I mean, you kiss children on the lips because they do, I get that. But this is a 80-year-old man kissing his 19-year-old granddaughter on the lips and on more than one occasion. See, but it's the, it's the sexualization of young people, particularly girls and diminishing their stature, whether it's in sports, whether it's in their private spaces. See, women's rights, the, the whole women's revolution. I mean, it, it's, it's become nothing. Everything they fought for is being destroyed and dismantled by the extreme commie Democrats and these evil, demon-filled efforts that are running this country, that are running the media, that are running the legal system in this country. And why? What are they scared of? What are they scared of? Why are they hiding it? Why are they trying to make excuses for it? Why are they trying to diminish it? Why are they denying it? I think that's pretty self self-evident. Moving on to the Netherlands. And this is this is I think this is all kind of related. Moving on to the Netherlands. In the Miss Universe pageant, Miss Netherlands is not a miss at all. It's a mister. But this is not a Mr. Netherlands contest. This is a Miss Netherlands contest. This is a problem I have with it. Because this man decided to compete as a woman, and in the, I mean, the Netherlands are whacked anyway. I mean, they're lost. But a a woman, a young woman, was... Denied her chance to be crowned Miss Netherlands. Now, these people take beauty pageants seriously, man. People, this is no, this is no small thing, all right? These, these women, young ladies, compete from a very young age as girls. They start in pageants, usually supported by their families, particularly mothers, and I mean, they're in makeup and heels and dresses and everything from the time they can walk, basically, doing modeling gigs, commercials, be, uh, competing in and it's cutthroat too man it is competing in beauty pageants is a blood sport okay and you have these these young women these young ladies who have competed and worked their entire lives to get to the point where they could be crowned Miss Netherland and it doesn't matter what country you're Miss USA Miss Brazil Miss whatever okay but every country has them And you finally get to the point where, wow, I could win. I could be Miss Netherland. Something you've worked for your entire life. And some freaking dude comes in and takes that from you. Just like Leah Thomas took away the opportunity of young women to qualify for the state finals. Just like she took away the championship from a deserving more deserving, because it was actually a female swimmer. Do you see a pattern here, people? It is disgusting. It is abominable. It is evil. Evil exists in this world. And and you know, if you don't think it does, this should show you right here there. If, if you've been doubtful, if you've been on the fence, if you don't understand that there is a battle between good and evil that is constantly being waged worldwide, in societies, in cultures, and in your own personal life and in your own personal self, that battle is always being waged. And when you turn your back on God, like so many have and like this country has, it allows evil to seep in. And the weakest will find themselves succumbing to it and being taken advantage of the demons that control it. That's my viewpoint. Here's Miss Netherlands being crowned. Check this out.
2: 2023 is i don't
0: I don't know how that makes you feel. It pisses me off. I'm gonna bring up something that Donald Trump. Tweeted, way back in 2012, got to do something about these missing children grabbed by the perverts. Too many incidents, fast trials, death penalty. That's not the first time he said it, and it's not the last time he said it, but that was back in October of 2012. Once again, Donald Trump seeing the future, being so far ahead of the curve that people weren't even on the same slope. And uh, and it's a big deal, man. I, I got I got a real problem with this. And that was, that was kind of the theme of the first half of the show today is I wanted to show that you have women being completely erased in their sports. My wife says, man, if this keeps up for 10 more years uh, or even five or six more years, every single uh, title, every single record will be held in women's sports will be held by a male. And how horrible is that? After all the work they did, after everything that they gave up, after all the battles they fought to have their own sports leagues, to be considered equals, to even have the right to vote, to have credit cards. That's next. Where where do they, I mean, what's next, man? This is so diabolical and so debaucherous. What's next? They're getting rid of women. They're okay with uh, the rape culture of men being in locker rooms and whatnot with girls. And they do get raped, by the way. It happens all the time. You had the coach, uh, of the U.S. women's gymnastics team who molested over 300 of his students. He was stabbed in jail over the weekend, by the way, a couple of times. He lived, unfortunately. But uh, you have women's sports starting to be dominated by women, uh, by men. You have uh, the left the extreme commie democrats completely dismissing sound or freedom on ideological basis without even considering the content which in my it con- which in my opinion makes them supporters of child sex trafficking they condone it if you don't condemn it you condone it period there is no in between middle ground on this one not on this one if you don't condemn child sex trafficking you condone it period You have dudes winning beauty pageants over women. Women are being completely overrun in our society in every way, shape, and form. And when is enough enough? I'd love to have Riley Gaines on this show someday. I'm going to see if I can get a hold of her. Man, that would make a great guest show. I'd love to talk with that young woman. But she's kind of a rock star now, right? She she might not come on the little old nun report. But I wish she would. I wish she would. I'd love to pick her brain and 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 in person and 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 have an opportunity to talk to her one on one. Have some questions to ask her that that many others have. And anyway, uh, moving along in New York, a man was arrested. What was his crime? He, well, he was smoking in a public space in a public park, which you're not allowed to do in New York. You can't smoke in. On public property. And uh, when the cops approached him and asked for ID, he refused to give them ID and because they were going to ticket him for smoking in the park. And he thought that was a load of crap, which it is. He's a taxpayer too. And um, so they he wouldn't show them ID. And so they arrested him for that. So that's what he got, that's what he was arrested for was not providing them ID when asked. But the bottom line was he was arrested for smoking in public. That's what the United, this is in the United States. This is in New York city, New York city, whose murder rate is skyrocketing. Okay. Who is short on cops who have a lot better things to do than arresting a guy in a park for smoking a cigarette, not giving them his freaking ID. But that's what they did. And not just one cop, not two cops, not even four cops. There might be eight or nine cops arresting a dude for smoking a dang cigarette in a public space. Now, I'm not a smoker. I don't like smoking. I think it smells bad. I don't like it around me. And I think it's bad for your health. I was a smoker 14 years ago. Best decision I ever made was quitting those things. Having said that, I will defend and support a person's right to do that if they want to if you want to smoke cigarettes man he's outside he's not hurting anybody he's not hurting anybody no one's getting second hand smoke from him smoking in the park but check this out why are
2: you arresting him Why why are you putting cuffs on him count how many
0: cops are here because more come. Why
2: are you putting cuffs on this man? We asked him for
1: his identification. Yeah, not do, you, do you want?
0: 1, 2, 3, 4, four 5, him? 6, 7. Eight. He's, a of the eight. 8. he's not in the
2: park. He's inside the park. What the fuck is going on? He's, he's right not inside, he's inside the inside park. The park. The park. Park. The, park. The, park. the park,
1: but he's cannot. outside the park. This is the park. the park, all right. He's and he's not being arrested. He did not want to give his identification, so he's the going to be brought to the precinct where he's, he's going to show his identification. He's going to have to The lady even said herself, "I'm outside the park." are you the about The officials of Union Square Park—they told us it's a.
0: So that that wall apparently is the park. So on the other side of that wall is park. He's on the sidewalk on what most people would consider outside the park. The wall would be the the property line, right? That would be the designation of the park boundary. That's how, I mean, that's what I would think. I think most people that have any common sense would think the same thing. But they're saying that the sidewalk outside the park is also part of the park.
1: Thank you, guys. You You didn't treat me like no gentleman. You're not even treating me like a human being right now. What the fuck is wrong with you? you same to like to have a similar You didn't try Fuck you. like that. Just like that. One, two, three, four, five, six,
0: seven.
2: Why are you cuffing him? Like, it doesn't you make any He didn't want to sense. give
1: his identification. So if you don't want to give your identification, we're going to cuff you, bring you back to the prison. Because when we ask for your identification, you have to give us your identification. Yeah. Because it's a law.
0: Because we're the Gestapo, because we're the Brownshirts, because we're the bootlickers, because we are the people in control and you will comply and do what we say or we're taking you to freaking jail. That's why. I don't care what the crime was. You're required to do what we say and provide what we ask, period. So they took this poor sap away for smoking on the sidewalk outside of the wall of the park because he would not provide them ID because they stopped him for smoking a cigarette cigarette. Outside the park. <laughs> People. Come on. New York, man, do better. Do better. Humanity. USA, man. Do better. We need Trump, man. We need Trump. Which brings me to my next little clip that I'm gonna show you. <laughs> This is great. So over the weekend, Trump had uh did some uh recreating. Uh Biden also um, did some recreating, he had a little beach time. Uh meanwhile, Trump was going to the fights. And the stark difference, this is why we need Trump. This is why, this is what the election is about. This is an exact in fact, this should be the this should be all right. Everybody watch this video and vote for who you think who is more fit to be president of the United States. This is it. You have to decide off of this video right here. Check this out.
2: So you might expect for International Fight Week. A lot of people are in the building, uh, but no one needs more security than the former president of the United States, obviously, a really good friend of Dana White. Oh, my word. I mean, listen, he's a massive, massive fight. I mean, I just showed how big this is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there's your weirdness portion of the show. How pathetic. God, how pathetic. So Biden is out there doing his thing again. He's, he's, they're letting him open his mouth. They should send him back to the basement. I think he'd have a better chance. Um, so we're sending cluster munitions to the Ukraine. And this is concerning. Cluster musicians are not musicians. Munitions. <laughs> cluster musicians. That'd be a blast. That'd be a great party. But anyway, cluster munitions there's a treaty out there that a lot of countries have signed on to that, that make them illegal to use because they're extremely indiscriminate. They will, they're, they're, they're designed for bombing large areas. All these little bomblets come out of one, one shell, all these little bomblets come out of there, and they fall all over the place. They kill civilians. They damage uh, private property. They're not, they're not specifically targeted toward military sites or military personnel. And they have a high failure rate where that don't explode. And so you end up with all these little bombers laying around in areas that are occupied by civilians that could still blow up. And in fact, they do. And they're found years and years and years after they're like landmines. They, they they will last forever, and they 'll sit there until some poor kid stumbles across it and, and gets blown to bits And uh, and we don't even really use them, but we we have them, but we didn't sign on to that treaty. See the United States we didn 't sign on to that that uh, cluster of munitions ban. And um, here 's Biden trying to explain why we 're providing them to Ukraine. And the scary part about this is, well, let's watch it first, and then and then, I'll, and then I'll comment. Check it out.
2: We're in a situation where Ukraine continues to be brutally attacked across the board by munitions, by these cluster munitions that are have dud rates that are very, very low, I mean very high, that are in danger to civilians, number one. Number two, uh, the Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. Uh, the ammunition that they used to call them 155 millimeter weapons. This is a, this is a war relating to munitions and, uh, the running out of those, that ammunition and we're low on it. And so what I finally did, it took the recommendation of the Defense Department to, not permanently, but to allow for in this transition period where we get more 155 weapons, these shells for ukrainians to provide them with a something that has a very low dud rate it's about one i think
0: it's one five oh i think you should watch hawaii five oh man go sit on a couch somewhere you should be retired we people we're heading toward world war three there's there's now no, no doubt about this we're the, the only thing we have left to offer ukrainians did you hear what he said the, and that's what that's what makes us scary we are running low on ammunition The United States of America is running low on ammunition. We are in serious trouble, people. You know what? It's a good thing. You know why we're not being invaded right now? Because we're weak. Our country is weak, weak, weak. We're running out of ammunition? The United States of America? Are you kidding me? And so we're giving cluster bombs and cluster munitions to Ukraine. Ukraine. Because Russia is using them against them. And so now let's escalate, All right? Now, so what if Russia uses a nuke? Now we're going to use a nuke or hey, you know what? Next, what's next? Boots on the ground, obviously, is what is next. If we make them a de facto membo, member of NATO, they're having the NATO meetings this week. If they come out with some sort of resolution that hey, here's a pathway for Ukraine to get into NATO, what do you think? How do you think Russia's going to feel about that? But what I was saying is the United States is lucky. We've got an ocean on two sides and we've got weak, friendly countries on the other sides. Otherwise, we would be in deep shit. If we were on a continent with China or with Russia, (laughs) Iran, could you imagine? What if we had to actually defend our borders like most of the world has to do? We don't we just open ours up, let everybody come right in. All the sex traffickers, all the human traffickers, all the drug dealers and fentanyl kills over a hundred thousand people every year in the United States, overdosing from fentanyl. and a lot of them aren't even taking fentanyl. They're taking you know, cocaine or whatever that they're doing. Oh, but they cut it with fentanyl. Bam, dead. So uh, before you think about recreating on something like that, you might want to consider it could be your last time. It doesn't matter what your intentions were, okay? But, man, think i mean, think about that. We're out of, the United States is running low on ammunition. Ukraine is incredibly low. The U.S. is low, so we can't provide it to them. So we're giving them uh, cluster bombs instead. Hmm telling you, people, World War Three boots on the ground are coming next. You watch. Here's Biden being asked why he provided cluster munitions to Ukraine. President,
1: any update on the the president cluster why? munitions. Why now? we run out of ammunition.
0: Why now? We've run out of ammunition. We have run out of ammunition. We who? We, the United States? The United States have run out of ammunition to give to Ukraine. We've been... We haven't been manufacturing it. We've pumped so much of it into. And now watch, there's going to be ammo shortages on the shelves. And you know who's going to pay for it? Oh, the American, the sportsman, the rifleman, the guy who likes to shoot pistols. It's just like we did before. It's an intentional it's an intentional supply chain shortage here while they send all of, all of our munitions overseas to fight a proxy war against Russia. And now we're out of munitions. That's why now. Biden said it. Right there. Here's another really sad fact: when it comes to the defense of this great nation, that's that's like, that's like the president's number one job is to defend this country, right? Not make it weaker, not to deplete its ammunition stockpiles. Its our strategic oil reserves is down. So, all right, we ha- we have no strategic oil reserve. We're out of ammunition. And guess what? We don't have engineers that know how to build Stinger missiles. That's right. You heard me right. We don't have engineers any longer at Raytheon that know how to build Stinger missiles, which is another weapons component we are providing to Ukraine. U.S. defense contractor Raytheon to bring engineers out of retirement to fulfill Biden's order for Stinger missiles to send to Ukraine. Why are they bringing them out of retirement? Because they know how to make them. See, Raytheon is another one of those. They've been working on their social credit score. They've been making equity and diversity hires. Hiring people based on the color of their skin or who they sleep with instead of their qualifications. So you've got one of the largest weapons manufacturers in the world who has to bring engineers out of retirement that know how to make Stinger missiles because the Biden administration wants them to continue fighting its war against Russia. Because that's what we're doing. Ukraine is not fighting Russia. We're using Ukraine on the ground to fight a war against Russia with our support. Anyway, anyway, Moving along, that's my update on Ukraine and what's going on there. I think it's disgusting. I think it's sad. The United States is becoming a weak country. It's becoming weaker and weaker under Joe Biden, and he needs to go. We need Donald Trump. This country needs to be great again. It needs to be strong again. It needs to be glorious again. And that's not going to happen with Joe Biden, obviously. It's, cert- it's, it's not going to happen with Joe DeSant- or, uh, Ron DeSantis either. Joe DeSantis. Joe DeSantis. <laughs> I think that's what it would be, basically, because he would totally cave. He'd be an absolute rhino. Biden said the price of oil is going down, not up. Well, the reality is oil prices ended last week at a nine-week high, and gas prices remain $1.16-gallon higher than when Biden took office. But here's lying Biden. He's out there spinning his, his, his line of BS. Check it out. Number two, the price of oil is actually
2: down, not up. And it's not because they have done one thing or the other, but the world's changing our policies relative to renewables are real.
0: The world's change to our renewal, to our production of, of renewables is real. Dude, you're destroying this country's energy sector. You're destroying our ability to be self-sufficient. You're destroying our ability to be powerful without depending on our enemies to provide us <laughs> with energy. You're getting your solar panels from China. They don't work. They destroy the environment, the pits they dig, the, the, everything it takes to make these things. And then instead of planting trees, instead of planting trees, we're covering the earth with solar panels. Haven't we already taken away enough trees? Trees, trees, Get me wrong. They, they, they make oxygen, right? They take away CO2. They put off oxygen. We need to be planting trees. Not, not cutting. Them. We need to have more green areas. Not covering all the green areas with solar panels and windmills. It's entirely counterproductive. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And another lie that Biden continues with, one that he has repeated uh, multiple times, is that he he reestablished the Quad. He falsely, so he, you know, he, I put together, my administration put together the Quad, which is India, Australia, the United States, and Japan. That was put together in 2017. It was put back together in 2017. Who was president in 2017? Oh, Donald Trump was president in 2017, right? And here's Biden, lying Biden, repeating. He, he's told this lie multiple times, man. At least five times that I know of. Check it out.
2: I think if I told you three years ago, which I was had written about him off my notes.
0: My notes. I wrote about it. I was my notes. Get
2: Japan d- deeply involved. Have them change their defense budget. Have them work with, with, not that I've done it, but work with South Korea, work something out. We're going to put together the Quad, which is India, Australia, the United States, and Japan. I got a call from him on that. He said, why are you doing that? I said, we're not doing that to surround you. We're doing that to maintain uh, stability in the Indian Ocean and and in the South China Sea.
0: This guy is done, man. His mind is Swiss cheese. He is... Done. Over. Out. Check out. Go away. Uh, last little update here. The uh, the then, we'll, then we're gonna we're gonna close down. We're wrapping it up here. We're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up on this note. So the 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 judge that struck down the the or, or put an injunction on the Biden administration, basically on the entire federal government, saying you cannot go to a private company like Facebook and Twitter and force them or intimidate them, or encourage them to censor content just because you don't like it. In fact, even if you, for any reason, the federal government has no business going to a private company and intimidating them and working with them and colluding with them to censor information to the public. Yet that's what they've been doing. That's why Donald Trump is not president right now. It was rigged. That's why people couldn't get good, why people couldn't get all the information on the COVID vaccines and on masks and everything else involved with COVID because it was being censored through a conspiracy of your federal government, including <laughs> law enforcement agencies and then big tech platforms and social media sites like Facebook and Twitter. So the Biden administration appealed that. Imagine that. Imagine the federal government appealing a decision. Their argument was for the safety of the of the people and to save our democracy, we need to be allowed to censor information based on what we think is best. In other words, throw the First Amendment out, man. Throw it out. No right to free speech, press or assembly. Bam, gone, done, out. And then the, we'll just do whatever the government tells us to. We could be like China, or Russia, or North Korea, or Iran. Yeah, Iran's a good place to model ourselves after. That's breaking. You know what else is breaking? That got smacked down. Judge said, "Nope, your appeal is garbage." <laughs> they appealed it, and in the, in the judge, with in, in less than a week, in a few days, said, "Are you are you are you insane? Are you crazy? No, out, gone. Get out of my courtroom now." Denied. (laughs) Yep, that's what happened. So anyway, Biden admin struck down again. They better expand those courts. They should expand the Supreme Court. Man, we need like 30 justices on the Supreme Court. (laughs) Ay, ay, Hey, um, go see Sound of Freedom. Check it out. Do not allow, go see it. Use critical thought, Use your own individual mind to decide. Don't get sucked in to the divisive and exclusive groupthink that happens. Okay, forget it. It's a movie. It's just a movie. It's based on a true story. It's important that we get the awareness out. If we make, if, if, if enough people are aware and they're loud enough for long enough, eventually the authorities will need to act. But that only happens if we get awareness to a large to, to a to a crescendo and people are sharing it and going and seeing it. And then we continue to do that for an extended period of time. Don't get distracted by the next shiny object. Don't give up after a little while. Keep pounding it. I'm going to be posting it every single day. I'm going to be talking about it on this show every single day. To some extent, I'm going to be putting it out there over and over and over. Why? Because two million children are being trafficked every single year. And the majority of that is for the purposes of sex. To fulfill the desires and the needs of sick, twisted, disgusting human beings. And if if you won't stand against that, if, if you don't condemn child sex trafficking, In my view, you condone it. If you're going to get up there and say that you won't go see Sound of Freedom because, oh, it's, it's made by religious people, it's Mormon, it's Christian. Oh, and by the way, conservatives like it, therefore, I must hate it. I'm mean, I'm hateful, I'm intolerant, says the leftist. Well, in the end, you're going to have to answer to a power much greater than either of us, and um, and I guess that's the bottom line. But hey, go see it, check it out, share it with friends, pay it forward, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Humanity. This is one thing that is nonpartisan. We should all be able to unite as human beings. against this horrific act that's being committed against the most innocent in our society. So stand with me, stand with those who condemn the trafficking of children. Spread the word, take people to the movie, take your family to the movie. If you can't afford to see it, jump on their website. They've got a way where you can get in for free. That's how strongly they feel about it. It's a good program. Hey, anyway, hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, I'm on all of them. Make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can watch the video and all the clips and everything that I put up. It's good stuff. I suggest you do that. In fact, please do subscribe to me on rumble.com slash the nun report. That's how you can support me. It's free. And as we get more exposure and get the numbers up, which they're going up every single day. I love it. Thank you so much. Just crossed 24,000 followers on on Facebook too, by the way. Thank you. Um, As those numbers go up, it gets more generic exposure. So that's how you can support me and support the conservative cause, support the America first movement is to like my rumble channel, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, follow me on all the socials, which I am at the Nun Report on all the socials, except for TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS, and Twitter, because I couldn't get the, so on Twitter, it's just at Nun Report, or just go to my website, thenunreport.com, and that's probably the easiest. Go If you remember one thing, go to thenunreport.com. You can link into everything right there, one stop, one shop, easy as pie, all right? Hey, anyway, Thank again for watching, and as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.